the 19th of March 2021. Welcome to the news around Uganda. My name is Viola Ksasira. Members of parliament have mourned the late Tanzanian president John Pombe Magufuli, describing him as a nationalistic and developmental leader. President Magufuli was confirmed dead by his deputy Samia Suluhu Hassan from heart failure. He was aged 61. The Speaker of Parliament Rebecca Alitwala Kadaga informed members that they will await an official communication from the leader of government business on when they are to eulogize President Magufuli. Kadaga said that the trust political leadership in Tanzania will work towards smooth transfer of leadership and maintenance of peace and stability which she says is a major feature of the country. During this period of transition, trust with political leadership and both organs of the state of the United Republic of Tanzania will work together to ensure a smooth transfer of leadership and the peace and stability, which has been a major feature of the government of Tanzania, will also be enjoyed by the nation. We pray that the Almighty God grants his soul eternal rest. Vigara East Member of Parliament Michael Mawanda says that the late president worked hard for the development of his country. First of all, I extend my condolences to the people of Tanzania for the untimely death of their president. The president who has been a very hard-working man, who was not tolerating late coming and laziness, who was totally against corruption, and he had actually uplifted his nation, which in the past used to be a very poor country, to now a middle-income country. The Bunyola West Member of Parliament, James Walswaka, says that Magufuli will be remembered for being a man who stood by his word. I remember Magufuli for so many things, but one of them is development. When you go to Dar, that's Dar es Salaam, you find roads. The road reserve is 60 meters. And when he took over power, even before as a minister, they started breaking houses for the big shots, which were in road reserves and wetlands. So he lived the legacy. He was a man of the people, for the people, and by the people. The Bugabula South MP Henry Chibalia says that Magufuli was a nationalist in everything. was a president who was a nationalistic who was so much against those those things from foreign land the influence of foreigners the influence of americans the influence of the white he was so so much against it but he was moving his country systematically towards that direction of self independence that is the man called his excellency president john pombe magufuli we just wish we could have another leader like that one The Democratic Party also joined the rest of the world to mourn President Magufuli. Democratic Party spokesperson Okolia Opiolo Amanu said Tanzania has lost such a great and exemplary leader who kept his country out of dates from external partners. It is upon that that we do appreciate his move not to take the United Republic of Tanzania into debts that most African countries find themselves. His Excellency Magufuli is one of such leaders who actually resisted the COVID relief from the so-called external development partners. As I speak now, his country is not indebted as is the case with Uganda. Okola held Tanzania's leadership succession strategy where the vice president takes over from a fallen president without bloodshed, calling upon other African leaders 
to emulate it. Tanzania has developed strong institutions that can actually facilitate transition of power from one person to another without bloodshed or causing anarchy. This must inspire Uganda to also emulate such a time. Imagine, God forbid, that a thing that happened in Tanzania does happen to Uganda. I do not want to imagine what we would go through as a country. Moving on to our national stories, the Supreme Court has declined to grant costs to President Yoweri Museveni and the Electoral Commission following the withdrawal of the court petition by Robert Chagulanyi Sentamu. Chagulanyi, who earlier last month petitioned the Supreme Court challenging the presidential election results where he lost to President Museveni, decided to withdraw it on various grounds, including rejection of his application to amend the petition. Justice Ezekiel Mohanguzi, while delivering the majority ruling of the nine judges, said that by ordering the petitioner to pay costs could deny other potential court users to seek justice for fear of being penalized with costs after losing or withdrawing the case. The following orders are made. One, the petition stands withdrawn. Two, the candidate declared elected by the Electoral Commission, Yoweri Museveni Tivuhaburwa Kaguta, is duly elected as president. Three, each party will bear their own costs. Date at Kampala this day of March 2021. Court has, however, expressed dismay over Chaglany's conduct against the judiciary where he had come to seek redress. It's not unusual for parties who have been unsuccessful in litigation to label court negatively. Successful parties, on the other hand, are all full of praise. That notwithstanding, all the judicial officers will continue to adhere to their oath to do justice to all manner of people without fear, favor, ill will, or affection. From the of the Attorney General and the affidavits of the respondents, it is clear that the petitioner on several occasions, through utterances to the media and in diverse places, was trying to interfere with the courts and the judicial officers. Such conduct is not only unconstitutional, it also offends the principle of subjudice. Such conduct is to be condemned in no uncertain terms. The maxim, he who comes to equity must come with clean hands, prevails. In the result, the following orders are made. The Chief Justice Alphonse Winyadolo assured the public that no person can intimidate, induce or bribe any judicial officer to pass a ruling in their favor. Dolo, who was speaking before the court, delivered its detailed ruling of the presidential election petition, said the judicial officers based their judgments on the evidence adduced before the court and note the intimidation of inducement which could be advanced to them by any aggrieved parties. Dolo has added that the judicial officers will continue to conduct their duties impartially to promote the rule of law as enshrined in the Constitution of Uganda. That the judicial officers of Uganda, beginning from the Supreme Court down to the lowest court, will always and reservedly render justice in accordance with our judicial oath. That is without fear, without favor, without affection or ill will. We will not fear to state the law as it is and apply it to the evidence presented before us. We will not favor anyone in the exercise of our judicial functions. We will not favor anyone. We will not be induced or influenced by affection for any person or any cause. We will bear no ill will in the exercise of our judicial function, even against people who wrong us. Because as they say, being wronged, comes to the territory when you take up judicial function. Dolo has also asked the public to avoid throwing public criticism against the judiciary, yet it's where they at times run to seek justice. Even when we criticize justices, 
for judicial officers. We must have respect for our courts. You may, for whatever reason, not like the individual, but you need the courts to judicate you. If you cut every forest, there comes a time when the devil breaks loose and you find nowhere to hide. That's when it will dawn on you that cutting every forest was full of enemies. So I thank you for the stance you've taken. I'll be very keen to ensure that the younger members of the profession are mentored because some of us are on our way out. But this is our country. Nobody owns this country more than others. We all own this country at par. Equal ownership of this country. Still in the national news, the Uganda People's Defense Forces have launched COVID-19 vaccination of all UPDF soldiers across the country. The Minister for Defense and Veteran Affairs, Adolf Mwesije, was the first person to be vaccinated among other top officials in the force at Mbuya headquarters. Mwesije urged all Ugandans to disregard rumors about the COVID-19 vaccine that are falsely spread by some people that the vaccine has side effects. This uh, vaccination was launched like a week or two ago. We have not had stories of people getting problems with it. So I would like to, basing on scientific advice from our scientists and our medical professionals, I would like to encourage uh, our people to take this vaccine so that we can survive. It's the only way out. There is no other way. As they say, prevention is better than cure. In the eastern part of Uganda, despite numerous calls by health workers and leaders for men to accompany their wives for atenental visits, the number of expectant mothers in Ngora district who go to the health facility for atenental care with their husbands remains low. Senior midwife Sister Joyce Gladys Amado, attached to Ngora Kobuku Health Center 4, explains that due to the negative attitude by men towards escorting their women to Atenanto, some women are forced to hire border border riders and brothers-in-law to stand in as their husbands. Amado says men should take the aspect of accompanying their wives to Atenanto care services as one of their primary responsibilities. In order to promote male involvement in attenental care, she says that they have developed different strategies, such as providing education and community sensitization. Most of the women, as we may have noted, are full dropouts who claim to have had their spouses run away after realizing they are pregnant. But also there are a few cases that say the husbands are out of home looking for their home, home welfare. So we still attend to them, but our encouragement is that for a pregnant mother to be happy, for the baby to grow where the mother and father could be together in any health-related attention. I won't say that when two people are together, it is very difficult for you to fail those two people. Secondly, information sharing becomes very easy. Much as they come as a couple, they also help us as health workers to take the information they get from the health facility the community level. So this reduces on the misconception about health services available and also creating a very good relationship between the health workers and the clients of patients. Ngora County MP David Abala has sued the Electoral Commission for declaring the National Resistance Movement candidate Julieta Chayo Lodo as the winner of the 2021 general elections. The Ngora District Returning Officer Peter Todu first declared David Abala as the MP-elect on January 15th after he garnered 8,317 votes against his close rival Achayo who polled 7,828 votes. 
The other candidates, Francis Epitite of FDC got 353 votes, Noop Silva Ariku 47, Isaac Ulopot and Patrick Ogondia, both independent candidates, got 65 and 280 votes, respectively, totaling 16,890 valid votes, 409 invalid votes and 11 spoiled votes. Later, Achayo contested the results and ran to the court for a vote recount, which application was dismissed by Soroti Chief Magistrate Monica Amono. Achayo, however, argued that Ibala was declared the winner on the basis of results from only 54 out of 65 polling stations. The Electoral Commission later certified that with all the polling stations reporting Achayo was the winner. Abala has now filed a petition in the High Court in Soroti challenging the declaration of Achayo as the MP elect. Philip Engulu, one of Abala's lawyers, says the 242-page petition has been tabled in the court awaiting the signature of the registrar so that it's served to the electoral commission and Achayo herself. We were dissatisfied with the manner in which the election was handled after declaring him as the winner of the election. The electoral commission again turned around and declared Achayo Lodo. So we're filing a petition challenging that declaration of Achayo, which petition was already tabled in court, only awaiting a signature of the registrar. So that we can serve electoral commission and achayo. You know, I don't want to preempt the thinking of other people, but what you should know is that the illegalities that have been uh, conducted by electoral commission and achayo herself, electoral commission conducted the illegalities. Achayo benefited from the illegalities, so both of them. Abala insists that he remains a winner of the Ngora parliamentary seat even after all the 65 polling stations results are tallied. The electoral commission together with my opponent went and interfered with the entire process. They, they gasseted her instead of me. That's why I come here to seek for justice. Number two, I have come here because my voters, the owners of the votes, told me, police, we want you to go to court. It's dental as we talk. They are even the ones who have raised this money for me to come to the court. Court here. I've come to file a petition which I'm now praying. But one thing I'm sure I am going to win this, this case. I'm very confident. I have a declaration form here and all the videos I've provided and other videos, for example, I'm very sure and confident I'm going to win this petition. Now pretend that they announced me with the video for police stations, not 65. But let me tell you, my brother, so I got 12,187 votes. Which votes? They're turning off, sir. And his team decided to delete. They kept on deleting from the system. Their target was maybe to, to make more opponent win. And I'll provide all the evidence. All the, the 11 sub-counties are talking about over Duarat. I won in each of them, not by 10 votes, in terms of hundreds. I defeated the other one by 1,025 votes. Responding to the issue of the petition on phone, Achayo says going to court is anyone's constitutional right, but believes that she will win the case. Court has not served me with any notice in respect to the petition as required by the law to enable me file my defense. They voted for me. I won the election. However, Honorable Bala, instead of conceding defeat, feels is dissatisfied with the Sally outcome. Then he can go to court and it is his constitutional right anyway. But I think very strongly that he has no merit in this petition. I am confident that our team of competent lawyers will successfully handle the court battle and secure the victory for us. Consequently, it will be victory after victory. That's what I can say. We shall meet there.
News coming in from northern Uganda, Arua Catholic Diocese has created a new vicariate for refugees and appointed Monsignor Elizio as head of evangelization. Bishop Sabino Ochan Odoki says the vicariate is intended to provide spiritual nourishment to migrants and refugees settled in various places in the diocese. Bishop Odoki says they have received different missionary groups with a call to promote evangelism for the refugees in different parts of West Nile. He identifies the missionary groups as servants of the Word of God in BDBD settlement, Cabrilli sisters helping in Zaipi in Ajumani, White Fathers, Kombon missionaries, Jesuit missionary group and Scalabrini fathers among others who are giving hope to the refugees. Odoki urges the local clergy to join this ministry in order to give hope to the refugees, saying the biggest challenge is the issue of inadequate personnel to address the spiritual needs of the refugees in the various settlements in West Nile. I created a, a refugee vicariate. Now, all these missionary groups coming for refugees, they go under that vicariate. Of course, the Episcopal Vicar coordinates their activities. We have an office in Germany where they coordinate the activities, but they report to the bishop. So during the Dyson Pastoral Council, also the refugee vicariate is reporting how they are doing their ministry. And we feel blessed that this is how we have handled refugees, because in this way we are caring for them very much spiritually. Only that we lack enough personnel. We need more personnel in order to cover all these settlements properly. At the moment, we are training catechists to help bridge these gaps. The creation of the refugees vicariate now brings to full the number of vicariates in Arua diocese with a population of over 2 million Catholics. Other vicariates are Ediof, Lodonga and Moyo. That brings us to the end of the news. My name is Vaila Ksasia. Thank you very much for joining us and you can catch the news once again tomorrow same time.